0: Steve, are you going to eat right into the microphone, or Joe just left? Okay. As soon as I hit record, Joe left, and you're eating into the microphone. That's great. That's incredible. Incredible. I, 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 I don't... this <laughs> is the second fucking time I did it. I, uh. it... <laughs> Not a stick. I, I don't swear. even I, I swear, swear to god, I don't even think I'm putting an in intro music for this week. I think I'm just going to leave it as it is because it's I literally was about to reprimand I was reprimanding Stephen about eating into the microphone and you disappeared. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he had to cut through his reprimanding. I
0: can't us. fucking believe that that just happened. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um so that's probably the intro this week. <gasps> hey, hey, you guys! Welcome to another edition of Recency Bias. My name is Frankie Piermonti, and joining me as always are my co-hosts Stephen Signori, Howdy, and the returning Joseph Diegas. Returning because he didn't miss last week. He was. I was on before both of you fuckers. What's up, everybody? Unbelievable. Uh, so Tony Vosa doesn't feel good. Tony Bellata really doesn't feel good because he's still working. So three-man booth this week, and let's jump right into heavy hitters because we got some good ones. Uh, first off,
2: heavy, heavy hitter.
0: Hitter. let's get this off the, just right off the bat. Uh, the NFL draft is this Thursday, and you know what that means, returning for the first time ever as recency bias, and the second annual draft special. So we will be recording Thursday night. We will be getting our live reactions to all the picks, all the fun stuff. Hopefully everybody's here. God only knows. It should be out Friday because I might have off on Friday and I might be able to edit the podcast night of. So hopefully it's out on Friday. Uh, That'll be a nice little bonus episode. Hopefully it won't be split into two giant episodes like it was last year. Hopefully we could put it out as one bonus episode, but we'll see. Got to see how everything works out. Uh, so now that that's out of the way, the actual heavy hitter for this week, Joseph, I know you were the one that brought it up. So do you want to you wanna take this one?
3: Yeah. So um, the, the news is breaking out of nowhere that uh, Debo Samuel wants out of San Fran. Um, kind of caught everyone by surprise. But then again, though, when you look back at it, not really. Uh, but, yeah, he he's asked the 49ers to uh, to trade him. Um, so we'll see. He he didn't give any – I haven't seen any specifics of the reasons. It was just basically like, hey, I want out. Um, but he's been kind of uh, over the news the last few days. I mean, there was one video of him uh, at the club basically. It's like Devo <laughs> Samuel basically staying with the 49ers, and you just see him going like, nope, nope, like cut <laughs> it. It ain't happening. Hilarious. Uh, I know boza sent us that uh that uh we've confirmed it isn't real, but the spoof text between uh Jamal Adams and devo Samuel. <laughs> you had which that is one also which was
0: also very funny.
3: And also very believable too. Like it, yes. it, it was very on point with Jamal Adams like hashtag prez at the end of like every message he was <laughs> sending to. Uh so I, I wouldn't have put it past it. Like if you had told me that was real, like I believable I like, believable completely believable especially with the Devo response where it's like bro like who the fuck are you like get get out of my face um uh, but yeah i mean the 49ers are in shambles so you honestly can't like the sad part is like they're gonna have to trade him or he's just not playing
0: and, and they're gonna get nothing like they're gonna get nothing for him because everybody's gonna be like well he's not gonna play for you so at least this guy will play for you um also but The other thing that we have seen, this could be very good for this podcast, or at least some of us on this podcast, because the team's interested. The only ones I've seen, I saw the Detroit Lions. So, you know, that'll end up being somebody's second team this year when we spin the wheel. The New York Jets, because Vose is not here, so I'm putting him up there, um, which would be huge for them because they need a wide receiver. They need a running back. So they get two and one just with Debo. They'll fuck him up, though, for sure. For sure. And I think most importantly, I hate to say it because he's here, but apparently the Green Bay Packers are interested in Debo Samuel. Steven, yeah. how are you guys going to fuck that one up? I would cry. I would, would cry too.
1: Tears of, tears of joy.
0: No, man, I would too. Gonna, because, there's no way.
1: It's not, it's not going to
0: happen. Because then he's going to be on our fantasy team, and that bye week is going to be terrible because we have so many Green Bay Packers. Yo, we'll have the whole team: Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, and Debo Samuel. We no, would have literally team. the entire team, their entire we'd, offense. We have to three trade players.
1: for for uh, Mercedes Lewis and Robert Tunyon.
0: Um, Steven's gonna run our dynasty team into the ground. Hey, we're, we're not gonna
1: talk at length about it, but our dynasty team is actually very good now, out of freaking nowhere. If they're uh,
0: coming in second to last place last year, yes.
1: yeah. But damn, I was looking at it the other day. Damn. Uh, anyway, if the all right, I I don't want to get too far into like the NFL draft stuff, but we need to get a wide receiver no matter what in the next week. And if it's not Debo, then it better be somebody else. But you bet your ass that Debo Samuel is number one on my list. I'll fight Voza to the death for Debo Samuel. I can give you two and three as
3: options right now. You want to hear them? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, Kadarius Tony and uh, and Sladen <laughs> are who the Giants are trying to get rid of at the wide receiver. So, oh uh, really? No I heard. didn't know that. Yeah, they're both on the on the on the block. I thought Tony was good. Yeah, he was until he opened his he just fucking threw mouth. Punches. No, he opened his fucking mouth when he wasn't being targeted because they had everyone on the depth chart, and then once everyone got hurt, he was starting to get uh, catches. Uh, he was getting balls thrown his way.
0: Mm
3: yeah, you always get those. You get
0: Kadarius Tony will be a Green Bay Packer. No doubt in my mind.
1: No. We don't
0: first-rounder don't, Kadarius We don't, be, we don't, we don't put actually, characters don't, on our team like first that. First of all, I cannot wait. Love. We are going to get that push notification. Green Bay Packers trade for wide receiver. And then the subtext of... Giants trade Kadarius Tony and I'm, uh, you're going to hear Steven's heartbreak from wherever you are and it's going to be hilarious. I don't know what
1: reaction is going to be worse. That one or the one when the Packers traded up and drafted Jordan Love?
0: It's going to be close.
1: All-time draft moment in our, it's gonna be close. Uh, in our podcast. You know system. what's going to be
0: great? When the New England Patriots sweep in and get Debo. We need oh, a wide thanks. receiver. Listen, we need a wide receiver. I don't know why we're not Involved.
1: We might be screwed because in Green Bay they don't have any clubs where they have the bottle service and they have the signs and we can't write like Debos coming to the Packers. <laughs>
0: uh yes, because noted club town, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Ah yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. They're they're just begging for it.
1: it. Wouldn't even be bottle service, it'd be a bunch of guys drinking beer, be like, Hey Debo. Uh,
0: I'm car in Boston. No, it, it is bottle service. Oh, it's God. bottles of Sam Adams.
3: Was that good? No, never do the bottle <laughs> Never. But. It
0: was. It, it In all fairness, it bad. In all fairness, it was better than his Irish accent when he got back from London, which yeah, I, I still it still hurts my brain.
1: Yeah, it was pretty bad.
0: All right. Anyways, so that'll do it for heavy hitters. Uh, Debo, please come to the Patriots. Thank you. Let's jump into stirrups and jockstraps. Well, let's see. Now, we have on our team, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find and out, that, the guy's name. Uh-huh. Tony's not here, so I guess I have to host. Oh, yeah, I wasn't here last week, by the way. Uh, t- Steven, go fuck yourself. It was the day after my birthday, and you really said, go fuck yourself, Frank. that we don't even need you? Yeah, remember that.
1: I don't even remember what I say Bro, people don't five forget. minutes ago.
0: Frankie, don't forget.
1: All right. Okay, Frank
0: what do you think I wasn't gonna hear it? what do you think I wasn't gonna hear it? I don't okay. know you were going to. Anyway, stirrups and jack straps. Boys, baseball is so good. No, you know what's good? Actually I, you know what's great. Byron Buxton is amazing. I didn't hit mute fast enough. God damn it. <laughs>
1: nope.
0: You did not. Byron you know Buxton. You know 469 foot home run to win the game. You know what's hilarious? What? I know we should on
1: Byron Buxton a lot. He's hitting three sixty one. I he's know. We shit on, listen,
0: we shit on him a lot. No, because he's gonna get hurt. Okay. Uh, the Twins with him since I think twenty nineteen with him in the lineup are one hundred and one win, like on one hundred and one win pace team. They're like one twenty four and something, which evens out to like one hundred and one win in a one sixty two, and they're a seventy five win team without him. I feel like I'm doing the thing right now where like
1: when Joe Pesci and my cousin Vinny at the end is like walking around the courtroom, like nodding his head and walking around. I'm not doing what Joe's doing. I'm not going to tell you guys what Joe's no, doing. That's what you're you're for doing. sure doing what
0: Joe's doing. <laughs> Especially with your little popcorn.
1: I'm eating goldfish. Um, tomato, tomato. You guys laugh at me. And I'm not – inevitably, Byron Buxton will spend some time on the IL. But right now, he is the best baseball player on the planet.
0: You know what he reminds me of? Listen, hold on. Hold on. Rock no, O'Ball he's Valley. the best baseball player on the planet. On, no discussion. He's barely even the best player on the Twins. What? Who? I don't, I don't know Twins. Let's I don't go. care. No, I'm, no, just, no. I'm just trying to fire you up. I'll, I'll give Steve Michael something. Pineda. He's not even on the Twins anymore.
3: He is so, on the Twins. He is on the Twins.
0: No, he's on the... He's on the Tigers. He pitched against the Yankees oh, no, no, like no, 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 two Tigers days ago. Yeah, right. oh. He was
3: on the Twins. I went to the Tigers. He was right. on the Twins last
0: year. He
3: signed
2: with the Tigers. The Come guys.
3: on, guys. Steve is kind of right. So the equivalent of Byron Buxton, in my opinion, is I'm going to switch sports and go to basketball. On this is Brandon Roy. Like, I would say that. Like, has potential, but just is too injury-plagued to really have a full career.
1: Have you heard me say that before, Joe? No. Dude, I say that every time I talk about Byron Buxton.
3: No, I, I – I... I would have said like that's got, but no. um, I never heard you say it, or else I would have given you credit for it. But that's who he reminds me of, like equivalents, like potential of being
1: great, but is stopped because of injuries.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I think I think Brandon Roy is like the the ultimate case because like he had to retire. Like Byron Buxton will sit out like a half a season and then come back the next season, mash the ball, and then do the same thing over. Like Brandon Roy just literally like could not play. Uh, and he was awesome. That th- those teams were fun. I like them on the Blazers. Uh, but I agree, Joe. But not nah, for real. I called Byron Buxton in the beginning of the season. Granted, I think all of us thought that he was going to do what he's doing now. But like, he's just proving everybody. Like yesterday, in, like in Byron Buxton. I thought he'd be hurt by now, but well, I mean, he he had a scare. He's and still, thankfully he came back, which maybe not hopefully it, that's right like the, the baseball god smiling down on Byron Bucks and being like, hey, you know, uh, you have some talent. If you can actually stay healthy, you might. I,
0: I really feel like this might be the year where he ends up like starting in the All-Star game. He has an incredible first half. And I think he's playing, like, 158 games this season, but I think the first half he's going to be incredible, and the second half he's going to shit the bed just to ruin Steven's day. This is – Steven's taking all of his Arsenal love that he is completely 180 and lost, No, and he's, he's <laughs> throwing it back. at Byron Buxton to try to feel better. Uh, no. We'll get there. We'll get there. Our, I, I'm a genius. Right back, but yeah, we will get there. I know. I'm a genius. Uh <laughs> that that I, like, I'm waiting for that Like, we're going to have to deal with that we're going to have to deal with Steven until like the middle of July and then after the all-star break when he does nothing and the twins suck it's going to be glorious
1: yep. but until then the twins are currently in first place Byron Buxton is hitting 30 351 his last two games he's hit three home runs and he's gone six for nine Six for eight? Geez. He's good. He's a good player. Uh, in fantasy baseball, I scored 534 points this week, and Byron Buxton played two days for me, and he scored 50 points.
0: Steven, I don't remember what I scored, but I still like have way more points than you in the point thing. And I lost to AMI 8. That's not true. I lost
1: the close, close, You and I are two of the top uh, point four teams in the league. Richie's
0: I think Rich still in first because he, he had first. that crazy first week, but that's not yeah. the point. The point is I'm still better than you, no. even though I lost to Ant by eight. I got a win, so now you all have to worry. Yeah, you're back to one and one because you lost to me the first week. Ah, oh, I didn't get to make fun of you for that last week. God yeah. damn it! We didn't also get a make fun of
3: uh Vosa because yeah, of what you mollywog correction. Yeah, oh, no, no, no.
0: Vosa got stat corrected. Oh, well, that too, but. Vosa got stat corrected, and then Vosa also like put up like eight points this week. Like I'm pretty sure my four pitchers that got me eight points did better than Vosa's team this week. That, that's anyways. All right. Fantasy baseball talk is not really great unless you're in the league. So uh, let's move on to actual baseball talk, uh, guys. The Yankees are really good. As much as I don't think they're. Offense is good at all. They're somehow still really good. Their pitching is unbelievable outside of Garrett Cole, who finally on Sunday had his ace-like performance to finally get back on track and hopefully stay on track, especially because he's also on my fantasy team. But I think the Yankees are like first in team ERA or in the American League. I think they're first in ERA. They're first in wins, which like, yeah, because everybody has 10 wins. Um, and I want to say first in like strikeout to walk ratio, like the Yankees are very good. Their bullpen is electric, like we thought. But even with Cole not pitching well, the other four guys that we had as big question marks have all looked phenomenal so far. Uh, Nasty Nestor Cortez is the greatest pitcher on the planet.
3: Well, don't even. It's not even just the strikeouts. I mean, even the hustle plays that he's making. I mean, like you, like he's, great. he's just got grit to him. Just on on him hustling for that play to to get out at first. One against the Guardians. I mean, Cortez is just clicking all cylinders. Clark, to
0: get, yeah, and to get Quan Quan, who is yeah, quick.
3: Clark Schmidt has been looking great coming out of the bullpen. Which is Michael great. King. Michael
2: King too. I had, had like
3: a
0: career performance the other night. That hasn't been bad
3: either. Um, like he's been good Chapman is going to start turning it around I know like we, he had a little shake he was a little bit shaky in the beginning but I mean we knew what we were getting it's, it's kind of funny to say that probably our, our least consistent reliever if you take out Chapman is probably Chad Green but I know that like that will turn around soon enough so it's nice just seeing I mean that Clay Holmes trade that we got in Pittsburgh is like paying off as much as we were like who the fuck are we getting for him like he's actually been pretty good since last season leading into this year too uh, Michael King has been has been awesome. Schmidt. Michael
0: King, I think he had eight straight. He had like nine strikeouts in three straight. innings, or Definitely. he had eight. But he had eight straight because I think that's the one less than the record. I think the record's nine straight.
3: Yeah, he had seven or eight straight. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think the main thing is just as like we start seeing the bats like coming alive. So I know you had Glaber who's who's starting to click a little bit more. Uh,
0: IKF, who we were talking about, like. Okay, when's Oswald Peraza coming up? But IKF, like, he was hitting, like, 180 the first week and a half of the season, and now he's hitting almost 300, or he's hitting over 300 right now. So it's nice to see him get doing it with the bat and looking better defensively. Um, Anthony Rizzo's the best player on the team. LeMayu, DJ's been back. DJ to looks DJ, like DJ. Been... So, I mean,
3: like, we're we're getting the production which is which is nice. So, I, I mean, of course, do we want a little bit more coming from the bats? Of course. You want that at least to get. Give... You need
0: Judge Stanton and Gallo to actually contribute and not just be pile-on guys or be guys that are – make it – you know, we're down by three and they hit solo home runs. Like, uh-huh. you need those guys to contribute more, especially Gallo. Like, I know Gallo was talking about how he really doesn't deserve to start every day, which – it does make me like him a little bit better, because like that is something you don't really hear guys of his caliber, like of his name value say. So it is nice to hear from a guy like him that he knows he understands what's going on. So hopefully it does turn around for him. And I do like Gallo a lot. Um, yeah, things look good. Donaldson looks good. Like he he was struggling for a while, and now he looks like he's starting to. He's definitely seeing the ball better. He's walking more. So that that's something that's big with Donaldson is it, it, he's a guy that when he starts to get on bases, when he starts to hit better, obviously that sounds like it, it should be obvious, but baseball people know what I'm talking about. I just want a little less movement still in the lineup. Like I can't, I can't stand that every day it's something different. Like, We've had
3: four, or five different people bat off and lead off. Now, now the new thing is DJ starting off and lead off, which it should have been to begin with. I know, like, we're not on the Cubs where you're going to put Rizzo first. I understand you wanted to put Donaldson or uh, or IFK. So, like, make up your fucking mind. Like, we we just need the consistency. And I get it. You, you rotate out when people are you giving them a day rest. But it's constant movement though. Like that that just needs to fucking stop. Still. So.
0: Yeah, it, it, I can't stand how every day, it, even when guys start like the bottom third, I understand, okay, the bottom third is, looks a little bit different, but the fact that the first six guys looks different, completely different every day, it's not just, okay, this guy's out, so everybody moved up. It's literally like if one guy's out, three guys flip spots, and it, it doesn't make any sense. I, I, I just don't know why there can't be consistency. And also, like, why can't these guys play 158 games? Freddie Freeman's 400 years old, and he's played, I think, no less than 150 games for the since he's been in the league. Or maybe one year he was hurt, something like that. No. I don't get it.
3: The one thing I do want to bring up is, I mean, we have to address it, the, the way that the, the game ended and all the Yankee fans throwing – Shoot on the field. It, was, um, it wasn't at Miles Straw, but Miles Straw was there. Um, did you all see one of the guys, what uh, hand gesture
0: he did? I did not see. No. and I meant to watch the video before we started recording, and I completely forgot. <laughs> uh, there was
3: somebody who, who basically threw the, uh, the vagina at, at them. Um, which was a, a classic and not surprising move by Yankee fans. But um, personally, you don't like to see that happening. Like, you don't want that happening to your players. Terrible you don't want it to others. I love the fact that our guys were getting out there soon, so the judge standing, going out, and running out to –
0: Yeah, literally in the middle of a walk-off celebration, stopped their walk-off celebration and ran out to tell them to cut that shit out.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean look, we already have a bad rap of being one of the most egregious, like worst fan bases there, especially when you think about New York Yankees versus New York Mets. Like that's uncalled for. Like and especially like it's not saying it's called for playoff time, but like we're talking about still 3 weeks into the season. Like there there there's no fucking need for that.
0: 3 weeks into the season against like the fucking Guardians. It's not it's not the Astros, it's not the Red Sox, it's not the Blue Jays, it's not the Rays, like fucking guardians who gives a shit
2: so that that
3: just can't continue because if not we're going to get into situations where guys are going to get beamed at like that, that that's what starts other shit and then people are going to get hurt and all the way our players are they're fucking fragile they're glass they're going to go on the il like we don't need that unnecessary bullshit exactly
0: uh, did you guys talk about last week? The I know he's on the aisle now also, speaking of uh, former Yankees on the aisle. Uh, Luke Voigt's on the aisle now. But did you guys talk about last week? I don't remember if it was before or after you guys would have recorded. Uh, Luke Voigt, that slide that took out um, Cardinals catcher?
3: No, we did not.
0: I saw a lot of people talking about how that – or it was the Reds catcher. I'm sorry. Uh, a lot of people, like – uh, the people on the Reds were talking about how it was a dirty play. Uh the Reds manager said that he didn't think it was. Uh I don't think that was a dirty slide at all. Like I think he they crashed because uh the catch. I think Stevenson got um got pulled back into the base base path based on the throw and Voight kind of just had to run into it. Like Voight had to run into him. Um in order to try to score. I think it was just, like, a mistiming thing. But people were talking about how, like, Voight dropped his elbow on the guy's head, and it was I don't think it was that at all. I don't know. Um, I just thought it was a play that happened. Like, it was something that happened. It's unfortunate. Obviously, the guy's in concussion protocols and stuff now, but I just thought it was unfortunate and just how the, the play broke down. But Joe's also... Taking a break, and Steven hasn't paid attention to a word I've said since he stopped talking about Byron Buxton. So I'm just going to talk to myself.
1: No, don't, no, Frank. We we don't, don't want to hear you speak to yourself.
0: I mean, I just did for the last five minutes because you haven't paid attention. What what was I talking about, Steve? You were talking about the Yankees. No, I was not. I was talking you, about. Oh, no, you're Before talking I- about the slide, the really bad slide. And what did I say about it?
2: It was bullshit.
1: <laughs> un believable I, I can't play I can't. You
0: play. literally, you don't even guess the right answer. I
1: can't. No, I can't.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's hard. It's hard
1: to guess what you're saying.
0: It was one of two things. It was either good or bad. <laughs> you're gonna fucking crunch that goddamn goldfish right into the mic and I'm gonna sh- lose my mind.
2: At least try to make it loud. I won't do it. No comedic timing. Unbelievable.
0: I fucking unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, we're, so we're just vamping. I'm probably going to end up cutting all of this out yeah. we're waiting for we're waiting for Joe to get back because I know he wanted to talk about the next thing we're going to talk about. So, which is? Uh, it's in the chat if you were paying attention
1: to no, be right back. I, I wait for me to come back. Oh yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah, I'm glad we don't get negative points in fantasy baseball for ejections.
0: I'm. I wish we got positive points for them because Schwarber deserved mm-hmm. positive points for that ejection. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that ejection, Joe's back. By the way, that was excellent timing uh there was the big ejection that you wanted our vamping was terrible steven didn't pay attention to a word i said (laughs) he He literally guessed everything wrong like he didn't even get part of it right uh but i was getting ready to start leading up to the the schwarber thing so that way we could talk about it because uh i lost because angel hernandez's strike zone was awful Fuck
3: oh, this is the another I know Vosa and Frankie both or even Ballada too was like the fuck M L B section. Like this is perfect one for it. Like Angel Hernandez once again like doing his bullshit. Like mm-hmm. clearly outside, clearly ball four. Um good for Schwarber just on fucking going ballistic over Hernandez. Lost
0: his mind and I, I forgot who was talking about it, but they were like, This is a perfect ejection because he throws the bat away from the ump he throws the helmet away from the ump he gets in his he gets in his face but not too close where he might get in trouble where he might get reprimanded for getting in the league he's arguing he points for both dugouts he's arguing for both sides he's basically just shitting on Angel Hernandez who nobody likes who literally this is a guy now i know we're anti MLB like anti anti front office stuff but this is Angel Hernandez who is a guy who try? I think he sued Major League Baseball for them not giving him playoff games, and try to make it about him being a minority. And MLB came back and was like, "No, it's because you're a shitty umpire." So even MLB gets it right every once in a while. Wild, wild. I also love how he uh, he stuck up for both sides. Yes, That he yelled about both sides. I and. I think we all know. Even it, it broke my heart that he was on the Red Sox last year. because Holy shit. Because we love Kyle Schwarber on this podcast. This is a big Kyle Schwarber podcast. Also. I feel like we have to do one of those like Jim Ross. Pod- also, everybody. I'm going to make sure he unmutes before anything. Guys, Martin's here. He's late, but hey. he's here. I mean, I'm just
2: stopping in to say what's up real quick because I know you guys are down bad. Uh, I just got out of work, so I just figured I'd stop in and say what's up. Uh, maybe throw something in. If, I don't know what you guys are talking about right now. But.
0: We're in the middle of talking about how Kyle Schwarber got thrown out for uh, screaming at Angel Hernandez for being the worst umpire in the league. Oh yes, that was hilarious. Uh, yes, it was. What was it? Who,
2: was it Syndergaard that uh, made a tweet about uh, Angel Hernandez? It was like, thank you, Angel Hernandez, for like we we love him.
3: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past him.
2: It
0: was hilarious. He definitely tweeted that today, so I saw that. I mean, when was the last time Cindergaard pitched Angel Hernandez and did he have 12 strikeouts? Because that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Angel Hernandez. Anyways, so Mark completely threw me off. I knew where I was going next and I completely lost it because I wasn't expecting. Oh, uh, another thing that happened this week uh, and actually that does bring us back to the Yankees. Uh, Miguel Cabrera got his 3,000th hit after basically beating up on the Yankees and then getting intentionally walked <laughs> in his last at bat when he could have hit for his 3,000th hit, which was hilarious. Got the Yankees booed out of Detroit. Uh, Yankees ended up losing that game because they basically pitched around him to not have him beat them, and then Austin Meadows had like a two-run, two-run double or a two-run single to. to Put Detroit up, and they won that game. He put up a goose egg
3: anyway, so, like, I, I'm not mad. And honestly, for any team that was in that position, if you were to say that you wouldn't have done the same, you're a fucking liar.
0: You you have to... Everybody needs to take into consideration that you're trying to win a baseball game. And this dude, like, Miguel Cabrera's numbers against the Yankees' career... Or he's, like, a 310 hitter with, like, an 1,100 OPS against the Yankees in his career. Like... He'll beat the Yankees. He he's get, gets the big hits against the Yankees. He's going to beat the Yankees. If you're trying to win a ball game, like, he has 160 or whatever, 150 more games to go. He'll get his 3,000th hit. He clearly did. Uh, but it was hilarious because not only did we intentionally walk him in that last at-bat, but then the next day they got rained out. <laughs> so they had, Detroit had to wait, like, two extra days for the 3,000th hit. Hilarious.
3: We also forgot to mention we got two football games that happened over this weekend. Yes, we did. We had the uh, the Tigers beat the Rockies thirteen to nothing, and you all said the Cubs beating the Pirates twenty one to nothing.
1: You had me for a second. I thought you were going to actually bring up the USFL games, and I was
3: No, but boy, is, isn't it as much as it's fun to see like a close like two one game. Having those so early on of the season, like, you got to fucking love it.
0: Oh, a 21 nothing game, like, in April is shooting into my veins. <laughs> love it.
3: But, no, it's, it, it. It, it's been solid baseball overall. Um, I'm just waiting. I know we – Frank, I know we spoke about it last week, but, like, besides Suzuki, none of the rookies have really been, like no, – no one's been standing out for the rookies on the and AL. even suzuki's
0: definitely come back down to earth like he yeah had, but his, the first week he was unbelievable this week he was like a player i would almost say the first week and a half
3: because didn't he have like almost double digit like shot, oh yeah like on base
0: yeah Which he he's great. he's great i love him i'm very happy but yeah he, he's definitely come back down to earth um yeah nobody's standing out really it's it's kind of wild um
3: I would say MVP wise, it's still very early on, but Nolan Arenado's been looking good.
0: He's Byron been looking has great. been
3: looking pretty good.
0: Byron a week too. away from getting hurt. Jose Ramirez is like hitting like 400 still.
3: After all those fucking uh, trade talks that they were trying to put him in recently.
0: Also, uh, standings wise, a couple of surprises like the Rockies are a 10-1 team, and Mariners. Uh, the Ma- well, the Mariners, I think a lot of people were high on. Um, Best I think record? I think the Guardians have ten wins also. No, Guardians.
3: I don't think so. I thought the Twins were in first right now.
0: Oh, maybe so. Maybe it's the Twins. Maybe I'm confused. Twins I think are in first. With like eight and eight. I just kind of wanted to make fun of Stephen. I'm sorry. But yeah, okay. the Yankees have ten wins. The Blue Jays have ten wins. Uh... The Mets have the best record in baseball, which I, I am kind of upset that I haven't spoken to Tony about the Mets in like three weeks because it would be nice to hear him react. So that way I could shit on his life when he decides that they suck again. You know, kind of like Steven. That time will come. We're getting close. But yeah, so that's pretty much it for baseball, right? But that's, we basically hit on all the big stories in the last week, week and a half. Um. So yeah, let's move on. That was stirrups and jackstraps. Let's move on to kicking and screaming. Thank. Um, I think West Ham's dead.
3: Should we go by teams then? You want you want to start off with uh, with West Ham? You want to work backwards
0: then? I know they lost to Chelsea, and I didn't get to watch it, and I completely forgot that they were on because it was a Sunday and I never worked on Sunday, but I worked this Sunday. And then I saw my phone and it said, Oh look, they lost one, nothing. And didn't fucking shit. Dick McGillicuddy, the American score in like the 90th minute.
3: Yeah. Pulisic scored to the 90th, even though we missed. Of course he penalty. did. We missed of that. course he did. That penalty kick was so fucking bad though. Like, I get it. Like his, his, uh, the way that he kicks the ball. So Jorginho, the way that he, he like basically keeps the goalies like on their toes and he basically sees where the goalie goes and then kicks in the opposite direction. Um, this was like a 10 year old passing it to their friend. It was nice. slow. Like even if he had guessed the wrong way, he had enough time to get back up and walk over to the ball to save it. <laughs> how bad he had kicked it. Jesus Christ. Um, we needed, we, we needed that win. Um, especially after that midweek loss, which wasn't that fun. Um, so I need to own up on on my bet. We just got to figure out, Stephen, which game I'm going to because your boy's got too many fucking plans coming up. So we got to figure out which which week it's going to be so we can coordinate I me wearing that Arsenal jersey. That's not going to happen. I want the tightest one you have. Not the tightest. The tightest.
1: The tightest. I, I have at least... 12 Arsenal jerseys. So, do you, dude,
0: one. do you know what's going to infuriate me is when Joe wears the same one that I wore in that picture and it just fits him fine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that. That's going to make me so mad. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, I, I think the old the oldest one I have is my Fabregas one and it still fits me pretty nicely, so I'm going to guess for Joe that it's going to fit fine. I have to see if I can find uh, – I'm going to be so mad. One. You know what I'll do? Maybe I'll just take the training jersey that Frankie bought, the Schmedium. That's what I'll use. All right. Never mind. Um. Okay. All right. Yeah. Chelsea sucks. Chelsea. Chelsea.
3: No, ch- Chelsea doesn't suck. I mean, we're pretty comfortable right now on making Champions League unlike myself yeah. right now. I mean, I did the math. We win three games, we clinch. Yeah, you, no, you guys you guys are in good shape. And especially with our strength of schedule right now, I'm not concerned, yet then I should be concerned with the teams that we're playing. Um, so, yeah, West Ham is... is West Ham has put themselves in a spot where they need a fucking miracle. Like That's the best way of saying it. No, they're it. out. Because they only got four games they're left. They're out.
2: They,
0: they got four games left. Yeah, if you...
3: Even
0: done. if you win out, they I think they need to win all four games, and they still need help from like three teams.
1: West Ham also still plays us,
0: so a we'll win, okay, and, that, that and, helps. And
1: uh, and we should make a bet, but you guys have no center backs.
0: Oh, um, I, I and know. You,
1: and you still and you you still have to play Man City in the league too.
0: Oh, oh, good. So yeah, are but actually, is is Man City still in first or is? Yeah, they're Liverpool at one point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they're actually going to play against us? Oh, good. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and then you play you play Norwich away and you play Brighton away. So those are two winnable games.
0: You know, okay. You know what's going to be great is when we beat Arsenal, we beat Man City, and we lose to fucking Brighton. Canaries. <laughs> the Canaries. Yeah, I'm going to lose to fucking Tweety Bird. <laughs> and I'm going to lose my fucking mind.
1: Um,. Yeah, Frank. I'm sorry.
0: It looks or, like- or no, even better. I don't even think we're going to lose to Canaries. I think we're going to draw with Canaries and like miss out from Europa or Champions by like a point.
1: You know, let's not forget though, West Ham is in the semifinal of the Europa League, and if they you win the, se- an and if you win the Europa League, you get an automatic qualification to the uh, Champions League. So,
0: I, it, it's so it's wait. Very. So what we're it's- saying is. Blow the rest of the EPL games and focus on Europa.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the other teams in there. So it's, it's you guys play Eintracht Frankfurt and then RB Leipzig
0: plays.
1: <laughs> 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 and then RB Leipzig plays Rangers. So it, uh, dude, it's, Besides
3: Frankfurt beating Barcelona, you hope they, they blew their load on that one.
0: And- I'm I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, those like the four teams you just named really does make me feel like a second class citizen. <laughs> I feel like such a dork that those are the teams I have to play.
1: I should let Joe pronounce the names. We have
0: Your to best. play we have to play a German sneeze, a hot dog vendor and the and, fucking uh, and, the, and the Texas Rangers. Okay, cool. Good.
2: <laughs> hopefully
0: hopefully Corey Seager gets has, has a day off. Oh my
1: god. Anyway, yeah. West Ham's pretty much screwed other than if they win the Europa League, then they then they're fine. But Yeah, wow.
0: So let's go Europa League. Let's Yay. go Europa League. Okay, you play, no, you play I on have Thursday. A question. I have a second question. Mm-hmm. If we win Europa, right? Yeah. What happens if we f- come in fifth and qualify for Europa? We just play champions, and then sixth place gets Europa, gets the Europa bid. Yeah, yeah. I think okay. that's
2: how it works, Yeah.
0: I uh, yeah, because I don't know how soccer works.
1: No, that, that's how it would work.
0: But we even if, take a
1: miracle if- for you guys to make fifth?
0: Yeah, I figured. I oh, uh, Tottenham's,
1: Tottenham's schedule isn't isn't easy, they play. So I guess let's just go down the line from because we're getting to like the top part of the table. So Tottenham's currently in fifth. They play Leicester at home, Liverpool away. Yikes! Uh, Tottenham Arsenal North London derby on the twelfth. Uh, third to last game of the season, which is going to be insane. Um, And then they played Burnley at home and Norwich away. So pretty much three really tough games and then two gimmies. Um, I think Arsenal beating Manchester United kind of knocked him out for potential fourth place. Plus, they still play – they play Chelsea on Thursday at home. They play Brentford at home. They play Brighton away. Um, Crystal Palace at Crystal Palace, which is a tough game. And then uh, that's it. I, I, I see other games here, but I just realized they're in the, in the summer. So they end with Crystal Palace at Crystal
0: Palace, which is super tough.
1: And then Arsenal gets West Ham at West Ham. Leeds at home. Tottenham away. Newcastle away. That's going to be a tough one. Everton at home. I don't like our run at all. I hate it. If anything, the Crystal – not even Crystal Palace because they play really well at home. That Brighton loss at home killed us. Southampton away when they're playing like shit killed us. We're going to need to beat West Ham because I'm afraid for the leads Tottenham, especially playing Newcastle at Newcastle. Like they're, they're yeah, five Newcastle's, Newcastle's right been playing very well. Like yeah. Newcastle and Brentford are like the Bruno, Guamar is just fucking amazing. He's really good.
0: Bo, Bo Bichette just in a grand slam. Um, Steven, all right. Yeah. Uh, enough, enough of this. What, uh, What's the bet? Arsenal versus West Ham next Sunday, May first, eleven thirty. What's the bet? Do it on the pod. Mm-hmm. Since we somehow don't do this ever, how did we not you do a didn't Chelsea? See else? my text. I, I I sent the text out. I don't know how you didn't see it, Frank. First it of all, yeah, we lost to Chelsea one nothing, and Joe texted me that I what did I have what did, what was the text oh, after
3: the fact? You, oh, that you were gonna uh for the, the dinner that we have for Steven you were gonna pay for everyone.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> uh, yep, that that was the bet, Joe. Totally.
3: It was at least at Johnny's though.
0: I mean yeah that, that's well, it fo- wouldn't
3: have been Fogo the Chow. You don't you don't deserve that.
0: I dude I am first of all, I don't even know if I could afford Johnny's right now because I just had to buy <laughs> that goddamn suit. <laughs> it, it, but in my defense I yeah, saved I basically saved half of my I don't fit in any of my suits anymore because I lost too much weight. And I have a wedding on Friday, and I had to go buy a suit. It's cool though. I'm I'm really excited to take a picture for you guys. It's a good one. I'm gonna wear it to all five weddings this year. I think.
2: <laughs> Attaboy All
0: right, Stephen, what's the bet? Um, I think I got one. What? All right. This, this is this will be part of it. I'll admit, I was faking it for the last dinner. If Arsenal <laughs> wins, but if West Ham wins, this is this was like the side part. But if West Ham wins, you have to admit that a false positive is a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go fuck yourself, and then whatever else on top of it. <laughs> you could host the podcast. We could do that where you could host the podcast. Oh, no, because then what do, you, what do you like, yeah, what do you win? What do I win? No. You don't host anything. What do I win?
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: You have All to we pay. Do
1: no, I got it. Frank, you got have it. to pay for it. your
0: popcorn again when we go see <laughs> <Northland>.
1: <laughs> Whoever. <laughs> All right. So whoever-, whoever loses has to buy the tickets for both the Northmen and, and Doctor Yeah, okay. deal. Yep. deal. Well, if it's a draw, well, we
0: buy we buy each other's. No, just no, no no. no, 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 no. I get a che- I get cheaper ticket for Northmen, <laughs> so no, we don't buy each other's. We buy our own. All right, so the what's the tie, the tie is uh a kiss. You guys got to kiss each other. Oh, no. the fuck. <laughs> the tie is I uh Make sure that I come to Johnny's Pizza or wherever. <laughs> I can't come no, over. You're doing that either it. way.
1: No false positives, you little shit. Um or no, I don't
0: know. I do like that bet
1: for the for the wins. If it's a draw then we just It's nothing. Offset.
0: If it's a draw we'll 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 double or nothing on something else.
3: Stephen okay. and I had to do something I don't even remember. We put so much random shit if it was a draw of
1: that Arsenal Chelsea game. And- yeah, no, we said that we were both gonna wear each other's team's jersey which is hilarious. at the nycfc game yeah which hilarious. i'm glad do it wasn't the, Patriots play
0: the packers this year no damn
1: it i don't think so do they
0: when do, when do the yankees and the twins play again i think the jags
1: and the packers play actually
0: when do the yankees and the twins play oh uh
1: sometime in september i think oh How at you- home uh in minnesota i think they play soon
0: well, all very right, Yanke- Yankees and Twins at Yankee Stadium, right?
1: Very soon.
0: Or, right. okay, the next series, whatever the series is, right? Yankees versus Twins. Whoever wins the series wins if there's a draw.
1: Wait, time out. I'm not betting against my team. I love Byron Buxton, but I love the Yankees. Not doing that.
2: You're a Twins fan. Stop it. No, mm-hmm. fuck you guys. That's why Martin came, just to say that. Yeah. I was gonna say we could, me and Joe can do a bet for this Sunday, but we already know how that's gonna go, so it's not you worth it. Just make sure you're staying above water because you're you're
0: in relegation I know, right now. I know, I know. Yeah, no, is is, is Shad Khan selling the Jaguars and Everton?
2: He does not own Everton. He owns Fulham, who just actually got promoted. Yeah, yeah tomato, tomato,
1: promoted. tomato, tomato. Yeah. Did you guys see uh, Alexander Mitrovic, who's their striker? He's scored like forty-three goals in forty games. You know where he used to play? Stupid. Um, I know this. I don't know this. I know this, but I don't remember where.
0: Newcastle. Did he really? Yeah, oh. he was on Newcastle. Oh, so Martin, if yeah. they get relegated, you're a Fulham fan, right?
3: No. You know, you know who who, who uh, Martin reminds me of a bit, and I'm Fulham. Anthony I'm Robinson.
2: I actually know who that is. Uh-huh. The hair. Yeah, the hair now. <laughs> I actually know who that is, so, wow. It's a compliment. I um, was going to say, we. I was watching, Yes, I watched the game yesterday because it was the Merseyside uh, derby. We got fucking wrecked by Liverpool, so there's that. But that game was so dirty, I don't know if anyone watched it, but people, it was fouls on fouls on fouls. It was bad. It was real bad. Who was it? I think... Um...
3: Diaz had that fucking uh, nice touch on the ball that came to him. He basically oh my god, what did he do? So basically he's on the left wing and the ball's coming across him in the air and instead of just like naturally just like keeping the ball down with his like left foot, what he ended up doing is that he brought his right foot behind his left foot and brought the ball down like that and then went to go
2: attack into the box.
0: I don't even know how that works.
2: He Just lost oh, his legs behind him. Anthony Gordon had so many opportunities. And I don't know if you saw like Anthony Gordon. He's he's so good, like, but he had so many opportunities. But literally every every opportunity he had, just getting fouled, 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 fouled. And it's like, okay, well, this young guy, I think he's like nineteen or twenty. He like he just just no winning for him. But we sucked, so it doesn't matter.
3: Oh, and then Allison made fun of Pickford in that game too, mocking him.
2: Yeah. Pickford got uh, bullied in that.
3: Everton's got to turn it around. They need to turn it around. One day. Uh, I know, we, I, one know day. I know we got to talk about Arsenal too, but the one thing I do want to mention that's outside of our teams is the Liverpool-Man United game. Give Liverpool a lot of credit for – um, showing their gratitude towards Ronaldo with everything that he was going through. Mm, Um, That was cool. I know he had a public like statement about that, that he'll be forever grateful of what, what happened at Anfield. So um, shout out to Liverpool for doing that um, was one thing I did notice this weekend. Yeah. Um, Also there was the one at at the Brentford Tottenham game. Um, One guy was looking to get um, Erickson's Jersey signed with Tottenham and just the reaction he got there. That was nice to see. Um, I mean, there was never going to be no ill will with Tottenham, especially because they let him go to uh, to Inter when he had left. Uh, but it was nice to see the reaction Erickson got being back, um, playing against Tottenham. But Steve, I know we got to talk about Arsenal. They had a great week with six points, starting off with the, the win against Chelsea, and then the Man United. But there is one thing, there is one bone I have to pick with one of your players. Oh, God. You want me to go first or you want to go first? I'll go first because it'll, it'll okay. be quick. Go for uh, it. Ra- Ramsdale he can't be as excited as he was with the penalty kick miss because this motherfucker guessed the wrong way and you then know. It up to Bruno Fernandez. He has no right to do that. Like if he had guessed the right way, even though it hit post, he has every right to do it. This guy guessed the wrong way and he got saved because it hit the post and went out.
1: Well, I think I think he probably did it and I think like goalies uh, by Mark. Uh, I think I think goalies take a lot of credit in like, trying to get in the penalty taker's head before they even take the spot kicks, so, like scuffing the penalty spot, walking up to the penalty spot while they're standing at the penalty spot and saying some words to them like, you're going to miss this. I know which way you're going. You suck. Um, that's some really bad banter that I just used, but um, I think it was more so for that. Plus, like, you know how Ramsdale is like, he loves the banter. Like, He loves giving it to everyone. And Bruno's a little fuck. No,
3: I get it. I mean, like, it's a big win for them, too. But I was like, I'm I'm all for it. it. I I love it. You wish it was a little bit different. Like, I would have been okay with it if he at least went the right way and it missed. He, like, it was complete opposite directions. No,
1: I know. I know. But, But what I'm saying is, like, I don't think he did it because of that. I think he did it because of like, he's such a polarizing figure when he plays and he plays very emotionally that I'll bet you when Bruno got the penalty, and it was going to VAR for a second, Ramsdale wasn't like around him talking shit, because that's what he always does. Like he be- he talks shit to the fans. He waved goodbye to the fan to the Chelsea fans and the Manchester United fans after we have sealed the games. Like he's all he's all for the Panther. Granted, Perfect. Aaron Ramsdale's been having some pretty poor showings the last few games. He hasn't been as like as effective. Pretty much like after the Bert Leno game, when Bert Leno came and played that really good game, Ramsdale came back in and just had, like, wasn't, not that it's not a good Aaron Ramsdale, it just wasn't a great Aaron Ramsdale, which is what he's been the whole year. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be quick because I feel like I say one thing one week and I hate this team and then I love them and then when I love them, I hate them, so. I,
0: wait, wait, Steve. I just. Steve, I don't, you don't, Frank, you don't like fuck. Arsenal? Shut up, Frank. I love
1: Arsenal too much.
0: Too much, man. It's almost like I predicted this three months ago. I loved them too
1: much. You did. But I don't know where we're going. They interviewed Edu, who runs... Who's our technical director. And he has already said that our strategy for our summer transfers has already been uh, done. So... They know where they want to strengthen. I hope that it's a striker. I hope that it's a central midfielder. And I really, really, really hope that it's William Saliba coming back and being a part of our defense. For this season, it just bothers the fuck out of me how we lost the games we did. And then we beat Chelsea at Chelsea. And we beat Manchester United. Granted, Joe, you're right. Manchester United is not what they were or have been in the past. But it's still you take care of business. Like if we lost that game, I know you guys would have given me endless amounts of shit. I don't even know what to say about this team. Eddie and is playing really great. He's going to leave. I don't care about that. McKellar Tether should have been playing in Katia in January. Some reason he didn't. He's very stubborn and I'm not going to say that he's not a good coach because he is and we're not a good team because we are but we are so inconsistent where if you think about the last three games, we lost the run that we went on in the beginning of the season, the loss that we had against Everton. um, Like those are drop points where if, if we took care of business in some of those games or even just tied them, we'd be sitting a lot prettier right now, challenging Chelsea instead of holding on to the fourth. It's great that Tomiasu is back. Gives us the opportunity to either play back three and play Nuno at left wing back or put Cedric at left back because he's not as good going forward and he doesn't have a left foot, but he's probably better defensively. It looks like Thomas party is going to come back, um, earlier than expected, which is good. I hope that we can have him for the North London Derby because I want to beat the shit out of that shitty team, uh, that plays North of us. Um, I love Sokka. I love Odegaard. I love Smith-Rowe. I love the whole thing. They, uh Thierry Henry and Dennis Bergkamp were at the game this weekend, and Arsenal's Instagram was, like, posted pictures of them. And they had, like, a snippet of vi- a video that they showed. Dennis Bergkamp was, like, talking Sokka and Smith-Rowe up on the importance of uh, being English and being an Arsenal player and growing up in end and Uh, in the youth system and showing that passion for the club and the history of the club to the foreign players. Like they had like Tony Adams had shown them. So like the whole week was like, I was so pissed off at them for the other games. And then we win these two, the old guys come back, Dennis bird camps, taking pictures outside the stadium. And I'm like, fuck, I love them so much, but they're going to stress me the fuck out every single week. And when I watch them, they're going to stress me out, but I love them. I love where we're going. I don't give a shit if there's downs because there's a lot of ups and that's part of being a sports fan. And I'm sorry that I've come full circle now with Arsenal to the point where I'm not like irate or like, Shaka did this, fuck him. Shaka scored a very nice goal. Um, I'm comfortable in understanding that Arsenal is going to piss me off some weeks and they're going to make me really happy other weeks.
3: That Wednesday game, though, was very weird. Like the first half especially.
1: Well, I think there was more Arsenal fans in the stadium than Chelsea fans, first of all. Second of all, it was a really weird game. Um mistakes. Christensen, like I don't know what the hell he was doing. Um and I did like the go- the goal line the goal scramble that Inketti had, like he never quit. That was awesome. Um Yeah, like we were just relentless, like we didn't stop. Like I think that's our young team growing up a little bit, and I don't think they could have come back and won that game in the beginning of the season. You know, because we went one nothing up, then 1-1, one 2-1 one, one up, then 2-2, two two. and it's like, well, I, how much resolve do we have? And they just kept going. Uh, Muhammad Elneny also deserves some credit. Like, he's come in after like four or five months with no, no games, no game time, and has played incredibly. Um, not to say that Sambi isn't a good player, I just think that um, bad situation for him to be placed as lone six, which I yelled about on the last podcast. Um, bad on them to put him as lone six with shot at left back against a pressing, like a bunch of pressing teams. Like it's just not fair. Um, but then he took his chance. Better, better turnout than Phil Jones for Man United. Oh man, dude, they're they suck. Although I'm so mad and I'm, I'm very sad actually that they Sorry. A report just popped up on my computer that says report Packers interested in trading for Raiders tight end Darren Waller.
3: Oh, that's one way to up your receiving core. That's yeah,
1: interesting. Sorry, it just stopped me in my tracks. Uh, yeah, did. You know, what the hell?
3: When yeah, did come,
1: how did that come up with the whole uh, the Devontae trade, then? Oh, well, Devontae just posted a, a picture of him in the Raiders here today, and I was like... <laughs> little sniffles. Sniffles. Uh, yeah, I love Arsenal. I can't... I will not stop. They're my favorite team of any sport. I don't care. If you guys want to make fun of me on it, I'm not a Packer fan, blah, blah, blah. Like, I love Arsenal. I love the sport. I love the team. I love the camaraderie. I love... The history, the passion, I love it all. I'm I'm hooked. Just don't give anyone
3: a captain ban. That's honestly the trend that I see. You just can't give anyone the captain ban.
1: Well, no. Just our captain shouldn't be over the age of 29. Give it to Kieran Tierney, even though he can't stay on the field. Give it to everyone else on your team then right now. I love Kieran Tierney. Yeah, seriously, everyone. (laughs) Except for Thomas Partey. Everybody's young. But no, that. I get that with Arsenal. I think the concern that I'm having
3: with Chelsea is that Rudiger has allegedly agreed to sign with Real Madrid through 2026. Oh, uh, so, so it, it kind of sucks that we let Zuma go because there's also Christensen who has been in talks supposedly with Barcelona. So our only true central back right now is Thiago Silva. So we need to really get a center back, um, but I don't Same. even know if we can pay for anything. So <laughs> Same. We're going to have an interesting off season on, on what's to come there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Chelsea-wise, we just need to win a few more games. I don't want to say that we need the other teams to lose. Like, we just need to handle our business, just close it out, lock up being in top four, and then we, we move on from the season. Like, first place is out of the question – Just do what you need to do over these next... We have six games, too, to get at least nine points is what we need to get. We get nine points. We are solidified in fourth. So, let's just have us handle business. Um, And then we also are going to have that final coming up against Liverpool in a couple weeks um, for the FA Cup. So, um, hopefully we win one title this year. I mean, we already won title. We won the... uh, uh, you already won that, the 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 other uh, World Cup already.
1: Club World Cup, right? Huh? it's called the Club World Cup, right? The Club World Cup, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. even though we're not a part of it, I still know what it's called. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what you aspire to be.
2: Yeah, well, that's that's not the truth. Um,
0: yeah. So that'll do it for kicking and screaming. Uh, Remember how we were going to go under an hour, boys?
2: Yeah, that was a long one.
0: Oopsie. We're already four minutes past that. So let's move on to Hardwood and Short Shorts because it's playoff basketball time. I am Kazam! Joe, keep us going.
3: Yeah, I'll try not to make it so long. I'll try and do quick hits of everything that's happening. So I don't know about you guys, but I got the update from Bleacher Report saying Brooklyn four minutes away from Cancun. So I tried not
1: to laugh at that. Me too. (laughs) Did you check the score? I just checked it.
3: So right now, currently what I'm seeing is that Celtics are up three with 22 seconds left in the fourth. Yep. I see Um, 28 seconds. It's weird. I see 22.2 seconds. Um, So kind of quickly recapping these series. So the Celtics-Nets. Uh, Nets are on the verge of being swept. I think the big storyline here is no Ben Simmons to be found. Um, this is where 76ers fans are like, you're fucking problem now. We don't have to worry about it. Um, and it's crazy how this guy is still trying to settle for a $20 million grievance with the 76ers. Um, so Ben Simmons still not, still not going to be found. And there's a pretty high chance that uh, the Nets can get swept tonight or most likely just lose the series. Um, so we'll see what happens there. I think the thing to note here is on the Celtics, Marcus Smart actually won Defensive Player of the Year, and he's the first guard to win it since Gary Payton, um, which I think is well-deserved. I know Rudy Gobert is, like, getting mad about it, but um, there was other players who I thought were in who – who had a better defensive season than him. Like, Mikhail Bridges was definitely up there and well-deserved to be, like, the second option for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, but Marcus Smart ended up winning that. It's so good for him. Other series that we have right now, Raptors and 76ers are playing at the moment. You have the 76ers that are up three to one, but Raptors are currently up by eight starting the third quarter. So we'll see how that series unravels. Um, but we also have the Jazz Mavericks tonight. So Steve, I know the Mavericks came out a little slow with no Doncic to start off the series. Um, you have the Jazz up, win first game, then you have the Mavericks. Um, take the second game and then the third game with the Jazz taking the fourth. So, you're back home, game five. How are you feeling when it comes to the series? Well,
1: I feel fine. I mean, Luca didn't play the first three games. All the games have been really close in the series. Um, Jalen, Jalen Brunson has been very good. I just wonder how healthy Luca actually is. I know they talk about oh, like he said, oh, you know, I don't have any pain and uh, you know, I feel really optimistic that I can play, but, like, you're coming back from a strained calf in, like, a week and a half. That's like, – there's no way he's 100%. Um, so, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, we got what? Uh, we have home – Game five and game seven. Yeah. So, we'll see. I mean, we, we obviously have – we still have home court advantage. Yes, Frankie. Uh,
0: Shout out to Luca for having pretty sweet uh, new Jordans. The Lucas are actually kind of cool. I
1: actually haven't seen them yet. I saw that he came out with them, but I didn't. um...
0: I can send you a picture right now. We're not going to talk about it for 45 minutes, but I will send you the picture. Ooh, these are cool. Yeah.
2: I
3: I do
0: like them. Shout out Luca. I'm
3: going to keep going with the series. So we have. Yeah, go for it. Tomorrow um, Tuesday, we have the Hawks uh, away against the Heat. Currently, that series, Heat are up 3-1. to one.
0: Yeah, fuck um, Trey Young.
3: Pretty convincing right now. I think the Heat should be able to close it out with this last one. Hawks did end up stealing a game. I wouldn't say stealing a game, but they won a game at home. Um, so that was good for them. But another two great series that, that have been developing is the Grizzlies and Timberwolves right now. Um, the Timberwolves we knew – we're going to be a team that are getting better, but the way that they're matching up against the Grizzlies has been very interesting. Um, on the Grizzly side, you have Bane who's been playing very well. Uh, John Moran's been solid. Uh, John Moran also found out today that he won the most improved player. Um, there's been a lot of talk if he should have won that or if it should have been Jordan Poole um, has been coming up in controversy. I feel like
0: but, it's uh, Yeah. I feel like it's kind of weird to have a guy that everybody knows was going to be good when most improved for just, becoming the player that everybody expects him to be I as agree. opposed to like a guy that nobody thought was going to be good turning into a good player.
3: Yeah, so no, I, I agree with that. So we'll see how the I mean the Grizzly Timberwolves series. I mean, Timberwolves can easily take this. Um the Timberwolves are also 3 and 0 with having uh people just like one of trap themselves in on the court whether it's at the basketball hoop or storm the court right now they, they've had a lot of protesters
0: yeah um, so I, if that's their owner it's something to do with their owner right yep well i think they're trying to like they're trying to convince the nba to make that owner sell um and what has it been like some lady super glued herself some lady tied herself to the 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 hoop and then now what was the third one the third one
3: somebody was like basically court side so i saw the video i got to send it to you guys so basically the lady was court side and there was a security guard that was like 3 or 4 seats down so the the girl who who stormed the court literally jumped over the person the people in front of her and went to the court the security guard had her head on a swivel and then like basically attacked her and tackled nice. her to the ground so didn't even give her much room um, nice. And, and they were doing this in the middle of the game, so this was like they were on that side of the court too, finishing up a play, and then she stormed the court. Jesus Christ! Um, you're the,
0: bro, you're lucky you didn't get run over by some six foot eight dude that weighs three hundred pounds. Yeah.
3: So that that series has been pretty solid, and also the Suns Pelicans. That one's tied two two. Um, doesn't help the Suns when you have Devin Booker out um, two games because the hamstring injury. Because he's been having a hell of a start to the playoffs. I mean, he dropped like 31 points in the first half alone in game two. Um, but the Pelicans, man, with Alan Junis, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum. I mean, Alvarado got his signature steal last game too. I don't know if you saw it, but basically Chris Paul in one of the games, like he, he saw Alvarado hiding and he was like, man, like get the fuck up the court. Like you ain't going to pull this on me. And then it was all – and because Alvarado tries to do it once they score a basket and like hide yeah. in the corner. He ended up pulling it on Chris Paul because it was like a defensive rebound that Chris Paul got, um, and nobody warned him. And Alvarado got right in front of him and stole the ball. I mean, yeah. I hope I hope the Suns win this, but then again, though, I kind of hope the Pelicans do because this is good for Knicks fans, knowing that like they don't need Zion if they can be the number one seed. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of I'm kind of torn here.
0: Uh, as a as a bandwagon Suns fan from last year, it does hurt. But like as a Actual Knicks fan who's sick of suffering, let us get Zion. Come on, let us get Zion. Come on, let us get Zion. And then well, the we other- gotta hope we gotta hope that go- it goes to Game Seven, and they're like, you know, we pushed it. We pushed the number one seed to their limit. We gotta hope for the best of both worlds. The Suns move on, and we get Zion.
3: And then we have the Bucks Bulls. The so Bucks are up three one. They have they go back home for Game Five. Uh, Bucks should be able to close this out. It's kind of been a wonky series, even with the the results of the games. And then Warriors Nuggets. Nuggets ended up pulling off the win in overtime in Game Four. So it's back to Golden State. I think what's been interesting is that because of minutes restriction, you're having Seth Curry, Steph Curry playing on the bench a lot, but still dropping like twenty to thirty points off the bench with Jordan Poole. Uh, but Draymond said it best, where it's like, look, I mean. You can't bench either of these guys. So this is going to be a, a a problem that Steve Kerr is going to have to figure out. But, I mean, Draymond's right. Like, it's all matchup-driven. So, of course, you're going to have to put Looney in to start because of Jokic. Um, but depending on who they play next, it is the winner of the Grizzlies-Timberwolves. If you're playing the Grizzlies, you can pretty much play small ball against that team. Um, granted, they have Steven Adams. Granted, they have Jaron Jackson. But... If anything, you can have a Draymond in there with like an Otto Porter and then do the three guards with – or actually, no, you can even have Wiggins, to be honest. You can have Wiggins play the four and do Pool, Thompson, and and Steph. Um, so that will be a lot to see. So but- wait,
0: I haven't been paying attention. Is this just like the limiting minutes to make a deep run or like is That's there something that I missed? That's like- part of it. They just don't want to burn out. I mean, look, Steph
3: Curry's getting up there in age. So they're. Gotcha. They're I know.
0: I just, I haven't seen anything. So the way you made it sound, I was like, is there like a, a fucking, like an innings limit on these guys now? What the fuck?
3: Uh, he's not hurt, but it's more just to like save him for. I mean, granted, it's not saying that this Nugget series is, is a gimme by any means, as they saw with, the, with losing this last game. Um,
0: but still, but, you'd rather have Steph. Play as much as he can later on against the Suns or against whoever.
3: Agree, agree. But we do have our first team moving on to the next round as the Boston Celtics have now beat the Brooklyn Nets one sixteen to one twelve.
0: I do hate the Celtics,
2: but
3: uh, I hope I hope Brooklyn enjoys Cancun then. Nice, uh, nice. But yeah, that's that's. Everything, at least quick rack up, wrap up, wrap up with basketball. <laughs> rack, rack it up.
0: boy. All right, cool. So, yeah, that's hardwood and short shorts. And let's move on. Uh, we got a couple of last licks. Wizard of Oz, obviously, not this week. Uh, kind of unfortunate because uh, we were going to do props for the draft. But, you know, we'll talk about them after the fact. We'll, or maybe we'll tweet them out, or maybe we'll Instagram live them out. We'll figure it out. We'll do something. But uh, so, no Wizard of Oz, Last licks. Uh, there were a couple of things we wanted to talk about. Joe, I know you had yours.
3: Yeah. So we had Tyson Fury, who had his match this weekend, ended up winning. I think it was a sixth round knockout. Um, basically, is saying like, you know what? I've won it all. In one of his uh, press conferences afterwards, he literally listed every title he's won. Um, but within like a few moments after saying it, right after the win, he sees Francis Naganu and there's talk about a hybrid fight that's in the works once Naganu is uh, healed. I know he just got surgery, so he's probably out another at least four to six months. Uh, but there's talks about a boxing mat, like they'll fight in a boxing ring with having MMA gloves. Now, there's going to have to be other things that are included in this. Is it going to be three-minute rounds? Is it going to be five-minute rounds? Do they just, like, go down the middle and say it's a four-minute round?
0: Is it going to be, know? like, what kind of striking is it? Is it all boxing? with How
3: many rounds is it going to be? A championship fight has five and boxing gets 12. Like, where,
0: where do they draw the like, – So, there? I don't – like, I know you guys obviously aren't as well-versed in the Japanese fighting scene as I am as a Japanese wrestling fan, but like Pancrase and all those promotion or whatever the fuck Ryzen, I think is the the one there now that's basically Pancrase, those were all fought in like twenty by twenty like boxing rings, but fought like UFC style. It's, it's MMA rules, like it's it's UFC rules, just in a boxing ring, and like you see that all the time. You'll see highlights from like those those wacky like. You know, the the 300-pound lady fighting the, the 20-pound girl. Like, you'll see that shit all the time. But for a Francis Nganu Tyson Fury type of fight in a boxing ring like that, like, this is wild to even start thinking about right now. Uh, also wild to think about Tyson Fury's power when he doesn't have those heavy-ass boxing gloves on. That's frightening. We know Francis Ngannou's got knockout power, but Tyson Fury's got knockout power with twelve ounce gloves or whatever the fuck they are, eight ounce gloves, whatever the fuck they are.
2: I'm
3: excited for that. I think that's going to be a big money grabber too. So we
0: might have to pay for that pay per view. Yeah, I mean, what?
3: <laughs> no, that, that'll be that'll be fun to see uh, coming out of that.
0: Oh yeah. Um, The one other thing is uh, Today is April 25th when we record Uh, Randy Orton had his first TV Match 20 years ago today So you know That's a dude that's kind of done it all in WWE Shout out Randy Orton I like Randy WWE makes me want to pull my hair out most of the time But Randy's a cool dude Shouts out That was it for me Steve do you have any last licks Are you good?
1: Uh, I actually have one that I just came across. Supposedly, Giorgio Chiellini, who's a center back for Juventus, he's played uh, on the Italian national team for quite a while, is retiring from the national team uh, in June because Italy didn't make the World Cup, so he's not preparing for that. So they have a friendly with Argentina at Wembley Stadium in London in June, and that's going to be his final game. So. Arrivederci, Giorgio
0: Georgia. Nice. All right, well, boys, remember how this was going to be forty-five minutes? We fucked up. It was productive, though. And, yeah, no, I think we got a lot done. We got um, Martin. I when Martin showed up. I I feel bad because I feel like I rambled a lot during baseball because I didn't get to talk about it last week because I wasn't here. It's okay. You guys talked about soccer a lot. Yes. And I wasn't that mean about it, and I thought I was going to be more mean because I thought I was going to fall asleep. But you guys were—you guys taught me a lot about soccer. <laughs> I think this is a very, this
1: is a very cordial podcast.
0: I mean, after you told me that we, you don't fucking need me. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I think we were very nice to each other. I redeemed myself. We got, we got a nice bet for the West Ham Arsenal game. That, that was good. We did good. Yeah. By the way, everybody, Martin uh, left and texted the group because he was on the train. He didn't want to make you all think that he just abandoned. He didn't want to be that guy on the train. And it's – I respect that.
3: Then again, I would have wished he was that
0: guy. It would be hilarious. Listen, as long as it's not me, it's hilarious. But whatever. Um, So, yeah, good episode this week, boys. Uh, Thursday, like I said, we're going to do the draft special. Uh, Hopefully that will be out Friday – as soon like friday afternoon i'd say friday at noon um so check that out that should be a ton of fun hopefully everybody gets on for a little bit at least for their picks um yeah for recency bias bye see you